Section 1 of Quatrains of Omar Khayyam in English Prose by Justin Huntley McCarthy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A voice came at dawn from the wine shop, crying, Arise, ye haunters of the tavern, arise, and fill the canican before fate comes to fill the cup of your being. Behold the dawn. Rise, boy, and fill with red wine the white vessel, for you may seek hereafter, and seek in vain this one fair hour which the world of shadows lends you. Seize the cup in your hand as soon as the yellow dawn appears. Truth is sharp, it has been said, in the mouth of mankind. For this cause it may be that wine is very truth. Behold, the dawn arises. Rejoice in the present moment with a cup of crimson wine in your hand. As for honour and fame, let that brittle glass be dashed to pieces against the earth. The dawn arises, O fountain of delights. Drink your wine and touch your lute, for the life of the sleeper is brief. And of those who have gone hence, not one will come back again. We have wine, and the well-beloved, and the morning, my cup-bearer. Not from us comes renunciation, my cup-bearer. How long will you tell the tales of old, my cup-bearer? Bring me sweetly the peace of the soul, my cup-bearer. Child of the four and five, are you puzzled by the four and five? Drink deep, for I have told you time on time that, once departed, you return no more. The time is come when the earth begins to burgeon, when the blossoms make the branches white as the hand of Moses, when the plants quicken with the breath of Jesus, and the clouds open their eyes to weep. The season of roses is nigh, when it delights me to defy the law with budding tulip cheeks. For a season of five days our cups shall convert the grass into beds of tulips. Place the wine-cup in my hand, for my heart is on fire, and life slips from us like quicksilver. Arise, my beloved, for the favour of fortune is but a juggling dream. Arise, for the flame of youth flows like the water of the torrent. A draught of wine is better than the empire of Jamshid. The perfume of wine is better than the gifts of Hatim Tai. The sigh which slips at dawning from the breast of the drunkard is better than the lamentations of Majnun. Were you as wise as Aristotle, as potent as Roman Caesar or monarch of Cathay, I should bid you drink the cup of Jemshid, for the grave is the end of all. Were you Bahram himself, the tomb is your final abode. Today the weather is pleasant, it is neither hot nor cold. The dew washes the dust from the face of the roses, and the nightingale says to the yellow flowers, Ye must drink wine. Without wine I cannot live, without the wine-cup I cannot lift the load of life. I am the slave of that hour when the cup-bearer bids me drain yet another cup, and I cannot. From year's end to year's end let the lucky lover be drenched in wine and garbed in shame. When we are sober, sorrow seeks us from all quarters, but when we are drunk, we deride fortune. 
The march of springs and autumns sweep the leaves from our life's tree. Drink wine, friend, for the wise have wisely said, Life is a poison, and wine its antidote. Thank God, the hour of roses has arrived. From my heart I delight in the thought of breaking the law. For many a day I mean to dally with lovely girls, and to turn the green meadow to a tulip-bed by the libation of my wine. Since life flies, what matter whether it be sweet or bitter? Since the soul must escape, what matter whether it be at Naishapur or Babylon? Drink, then, for long after you and I are dust, the moon will pass from her last to her first quarter, and from her first to her last. How many men do I behold sleeping in ignorance upon this earth? How many buried in its bosom? When I survey this desert of nothingness, how many souls do I see who have not yet arrived? How many who have already departed? I saw upon the walls of Tus a bird perched before the skull of Kai Khosru. The bird said unto the skull, Alas! What has become of the gear of thy glory, and the triumph of thy trumpets? Beloved, it is dawn. Sing your song, and drink your wine, for the long array of months has overthrown a thousand kings like Jemshid and Kai Khosru. A sup of wine is better than the kingdom of Kai Khosru, and the throne of Kai Korbad or Tus. The sighs with which a lover disturbs the dawn are softer than the howlings of hypocrites. I rejoice to drown my reason in wine. Our sessions are met for the service of the wine-cup. O hermit of the heart, do not in your pilgrimage deny yourself the cup. Be like us who are wine-worshippers, and delight in the lip of the lover. When I gaze, I seem to see the fields, the streams of paradise. Earth, freed from winter's hell, seems turned to heaven. Rest with some fair face in this fair place. When the hand holds a wheaten loaf, flesh and a flagon of wine, in fellowship with tulip cheeks in some lonely spot, behold such delight as is not given to all sultans. In spring I love to sit in the meadow with a golden girl and a jar of wine, and though I may be blamed for this, yet hold me lower than dog if ever I dream of paradise. Get dancing girls, wine, and a mistress as fair as the houris, if any houris there be. Seek out a stream gushing by a meadow, if any meadow there be. Plague yourself no more, for there is no better paradise than this if any paradise there be. King, my king, how many a man like me in the rose-fair fellowship of dancers and drinkers stands aloof, an onlooker? A garden, a wine-jar, and a lute are sweeter than paradise with its streams and houris. While I searched the book of love, a wise voice whispered, Happy is he who holds in his house a girl more lovely than the moon, and dreams of a night-time longer than a year. Give me a jug of wine, a book of verses, a loaf of bread, and a little idleness, if with such store I might sit by your dear side in some lonely place, I should count myself happier than a king in his kingdom. 
Folk talk of paradise where houris dwell, where the heavenly river runs, where wine and honey abound. Bah! Fill me quick a cup of wine and put it in my hand, for one present pleasure is worth a thousand future joys. The rose said, I am the use of flower, for my mouth is full of gold and jewels. I said, If you are the use of flower, show me a sign thereof. And she made answer, Perchance that I am garbed in a blood-drenched garment. Beloved, before care seizes you, bid them serve us with rose-red wine. You are not made of gold, thoughtless fool, that you should hope to be dug up after you are laid in the earth. Give not yourself to sorrow and to grief in the hope of gaining money in the end. Enjoy yourself with your companions before your warm breath grows cold, for your enemies will feast in your room when you have gone. This battered caravanserai, which men call the world, this shifting home of light and night, is but the fag-end of a feast of a hundred such lords as Jamshid. It is but a tomb serving as a pillow for the sleep of a hundred such kings as Bahram. The palace where Bahram revelled is now the covert of stags, the lair of lions. See how this Bahram, who loved to snare the wild ass, is snared himself in his turn by the tomb. Before you or I were born, there were dawns and twilights, and it was not without design that the stars were set in their courses. Be careful, then, how you tread upon this dust, for it was once, no doubt, the apple of some fair girl's eye. How fair are the fringes of the stream! Surely they sprang once from the lip of some beauty. Trample them not with scorn, for they spring from the dust of a tulip-tinted face. Oh, that by this road we might arrive at a place to rest! Oh, that after a hundred thousand years we might spring like the grass from the heart of the green earth! Oh, cup-bearer, since time lurks to shatter you and me, this world can never be a dwelling for you and me. But, come what may, be sure that God is in our hands while this cup of wine stands between you and me. Let us renew the round of pleasure, let us disdain the round of prayer. Wherever the flagon is to be found, there also you may see, like the neck of the flagon, our throats stretched out to the cup. O oh, my friend, let us forget to-day and to-morrow in this one short hour of life. To-morrow we shall leave this house, to-morrow we shall be as those who peopled yesterday's seven thousand years. May I always hold a brimming flagon. May my love never wane for those fair girls. Folk say, God bids you renounce these joys. But if he gave me such an order, I should not obey it. Perish the thought. How long will you complain vainly against the order of the earth? Arise and quicken every moment with joy. While the world offers so many meadows, drink your wine from a brimming cup. This world holds naught but shadows and phantasms. He is indeed unlucky who loses his way in them. Rest, friend, drink your wine, open your heart to mirth, and free yourself thus from all these shadows and phantasms. 
you should not plant the tree of bitterness in your heart, but rather read at all times in the book of joy. You should drink your wine, and pursue your heart's desire, for the length of your stay on this earth is quickly measured. No longer, O reason, will I be your slave. Why should I care, if in this world fifty years or but one day is left to me? Let us drink wine from the jar, before we ourselves become jars in the house of the potter. Follow in the footsteps of the revellers, abide in the tavern, think only of wine, women, and song. With cup and can, O well-beloved, drink, and cease to babble of vain things. Those who dwell among the tombs have become dust and ashes, scattered to the four winds. Alas! What drink is this, with which mankind is filled, and which enchants him thus until the day of judgment? Enjoy life while it lingers, for many other wayfarers will journey through the world. The soul cries out after the body has been torn from it, and the crown of your head will be trampled under the feet of potters. End of section 1